Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Use Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the air. On the air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin because you're on cruise control. Cruise control. Cruise control. And welcome to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. I'm Fred Staub. He is Les Jackson. Hey, Les, how you doing? Hey there, Fred. Uh, ready to go. And uh, here we are in the new year with <laughs> all new stories. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of new vehicles coming out. We got a lot of pricing information. And we're starting this hour with GM saying some of its models that are not eligible for the $7,500 federal discount electric for electric vehicles, well, they're going to give you that discount anyway. Cash on the hood. Here we go. Yep, here we go. We want you to buy this thing. And uh, the 2024 Lexus RZ has plenty of news to share. We'll tell you what that is. Yeah, I actually, uh, I actually had a chance to drive the RZ last year. I thought it was great. It's Lexus's uh, first electric vehicle, and uh, they've made some changes to it. So uh, we will talk about that and get you up to date on it. You've got a story about Mercedes, right, Les? That's right. Uh, they're getting turquoise lights. <laughs> <For us>. <laughs> Stylish. Uh, uh, hey, I'm not the guy who, who uh, designed the lights. Yes, turquoise lights will... Tell you why. There's actually a uh, technical reason for this. It's not just... There is. Because they look cool or it's the latest styling trend, but uh, we'll we'll tell you about that. And then uh, the WRX. By the way, Subaru had a huge year last year, and uh, Crosstrek was a huge seller. It's one of the most popular wonderful, vehicles. Wonderful but vehicle. We're going to tell you about the WRX, what's new for 2024. We got some pricing information, and uh, we'll share that with you, won't we? That's right. And uh, what do you think? Are narrow lanes safer? We have the results of a new study, and you may eh, you may be a little bit surprised. Yeah, okay. And then we're going to give you uh, some more information on the Dirty Demon deal. And Dodge's CEO comes to the aid of a military member who got a raw dealer deal when it comes to the Demon 170. And it's pretty amazing that when the CEO jumps in and makes it right. And I bet that dealer's in a little trouble because the CEO said, did you fix this situation? And he said, yep. uh, oh, yeah, he's all set. I said, and, then, and then the guy that bought the car contacted him and said, nope, I'm not all set. Oh, that's bad, isn't it? That's, uh, you don't want the CEO of the manufacturer to be mad at you if you're a dealer because they do have ways of, of uh, making you uncomfortable. I think that might be what's going to happen to this dealer. Because let's, yeah. it, it's bad to do that dirty dealing in the beginning, but then to say, oh, yeah, it's all fixed. Uh, he's all happy. And then you he calls the customer and they're like, I'm not happy. Uh, that's even worse. <laughs> that's even worse. So that's it. 
We'll tell you all about that and fill you in on that. So a lot to get to on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Don't forget to check us out on our YouTube page and our Facebook page. We will be right back. And welcome back to Cruise Control. Uh, we are your on-air automotive magazine, and we are going to start off with electric vehicles. <laughs> uh, specifically. We talked about those GMs. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> we do talk about those. We do test them, and we love them. Yeah. But, uh, but they're, they're not selling presently. Um, not well, hardly. Uh, well, I wouldn't say hardly at all, but. Not well. And Cadillac, the Lyric, and the Blazer EV, uh, they're no longer receiving the uh, the federal $7,500 tax credit. So GM, in order to keep them moving off the lots, is going to pay that out of their own pocket. Wow. Uh, kind of. It, well, it's not desperation. It's, it's a kind of a business move that you cut your losses. You built these. You've got to do something with them. Um, so take less money and, and get rid of them. But aren't they losing money on them already? Yes, they are. So, <laughs> so wow, you're at it. I, I didn't put say another $7,500 on top yeah, of it. This is like this is like doubling down at Las Vegas on your hand of cards. Right. You just lost on the on uh, red yeah. 15. So let's let's double down on put the bet. more money on red 15. Yeah. So uh, they're they're no longer on the list of uh, vehicles that qualify because their Ultium battery, which is a wonderful battery. Contains parts not sourced in America. Reasonable. Uh, but gee whiz, uh, it doesn't qualify. So um, this this is the first of, I think, a fair number we're going to see doing the same thing. So what is the play for manufacturers? Is the play do this, keep your toe in the electric car business until new things happen like like solid state batteries and other technologies yeah. that can come get the cost down use uh us source products and then uh you know just electrify i always said electrify the whole fleet just do you know hybrids yep here yep. here's here's what i think's going to happen and this just just me the the states that are saying 2035 only electric cars can be sold after that it's going to become electrified they'll say oh we meant electrified meaning sure. hybrids sure. and plugins it's cuz it's unclear now it's nebulous what they mean do they mean full electric and i don't even think the people that wrote the bills know no, they don't think so the either. difference what that is so i think every vehicle should be a hybrid or plug-in hybrid that's what i think uh, or at least have that option in the meantime, right? And yep, then and I, I think they will be. Those that aren't will be. And then you have some high-end full electric vehicles. Maybe you can sneak in some bolts and some other vehicles in the thirty, thirty-five thousand dollar range. You know. Yeah. Uh, and that's your transition time, and it might be a twenty-year transition time. Yeah. But and we're. You know, we're already there. Uh, we're not already there, but we're one third there. Remember, I, I mentioned, I keep mentioning that there are like 309 
uh, different makes and models of vehicles for sale in the U.S. Uh, and and there are 52 hybrid vehicle models and 50 uh, full electric available. So we're third there. The fleet is, you know, it's growing. So offer offer more hybrids. You're right, Fred. It, it's uh, you know don't don't spend all the money trying to sell a uh, hundred thousand full battery electrics when you can sell twenty thousand of them for a profit, and the other uh, eighty thousand is hybrids of other models. Yeah. No, I, I think that's the play. And saying, oh, we're going to be all electric in two years, or th- I just don't think we're at that. These electric vehicles now, the very expensive ones that only have a 200-mile, 250-mile yep. range, they're not going to be worth anything in the future. I mean, we've got a story here about Volkswagen testing its solid-state batteries. I thought they had a great idea, and I'll just, I'll just kind of uh, telegraph it now. They said, we're going to not have a 600-mile range solid-state battery. We're going to have a 350-mile range solid-state battery that recharges in the same amount of time that it takes to fill your gas tank, about five minutes. Yeah, which is great. Because, you know, most vehicles, you and I test, first thing I look at, it comes with a full tank of gas. What's the range? 300, 400 Yeah, me too. And I, I try not to <laughs> use more than a half a tank uh, so that at the end of a couple hundred miles, I, I, I'm not, I don't need to refill it. <laughs> no, no, it, it, Frugal it, less. I hate, uh, well, no, no, no. I, we'll, but, we'll, yeah, we'll be right I, back. I, we'll be right back on cruise control. <laughs> Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We were having a spirited discussion uh, about manufacturers and building electric cars that people are not necessarily buying. And one of the reasons they might not necessarily be buying them is they're very expensive. Um, And what should be done about that? So, well, I want to show you this... uh, I had a chance to drive this vehicle this past year, the RZ. It's the first uh, electric vehicle from Lexus. Actually, it drove very well. I drove it uh, for probably 300 miles or so on a 300-mile trip, recharged it quickly. And uh, it's getting some new updates for this year. Uh, It was released in January of 2023. So that is the first electric vehicle, believe it or not, uh, for Lexus. And um, this has a EPA estimated range of 266 miles, which doesn't sound like a lot. And it yeah. won't be a lot in the future, but it's it's usable. It's usable. Uh, but what happens now... Introduction of the RZ300E front-wheel drive. The other models were all all-wheel drive, so they made a front-wheel drive model, hence less expensive because uh, the other ones were all-wheel drive, less motors, less structure. Um, 
so that is a big big news for this vehicle standard dual voltage charging cable for 120 volt and 240 volt outlets i think that's important uh, and some new colors copper crest mono and bitone exterior color options i'm a big fan les jackson of the dual color um you know two-tone vehicles with the black roof yep, i love them yeah i think i think it's a it's a cool thing <clears throat> Um, and there's actually, uh, there's actually a customizing trend where people are just going in and having their roof wrapped with black or some other color to get that two-tone look on older vehicles, which I kind of think is cool. It makes the vehicle look very different and not a bad way to customize your vehicle and you're not damaging it. Sure. So, you know, they do it a lot on, uh, on Corvettes. They take, make the whole roof and... I guess B pillar black and it looks it looks pretty slick I think I would I would consider doing it but but anyway back to the the Lexus uh RZ um so uh you have your choice the uh RZ300E which has a total system horsepower of 201 with an estimated range of 266 the RZ450E which that is the uh, e axle, rear axle, uh, with a front motor in the back, uh, front mo <laughs> front motor in the front, and yeah, front a motor. and a uh, drive in the back. That is a range of 220 miles uh, when utilizing the uh, 20 inch wheels. You pay a penalty and you go down to 196 miles. They're all on the ETNGA steel platform. Uh, and, uh, they have, uh, uh, some additional colors available five for five ninety five. Some of those, uh, colors, including caviar, iridium two cloudburst gray, eminent white ether co and copper crest. Some great names. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Technology and convenience, five USB ports, the new cup holders. USB ports are the new cup holders. Very true. Yeah. Cloud navigation. Now, here's where Toyota and Lexus are getting into the subscriptions. 100% cloud-capable system integrates with Google and points of interest data. Frankly, having used everything that's out there, I think Android Auto and Apple CarPlay are the best because you, you can, as I said, you can sit there and you can put it in in your computer, send it to your phone, right. and it's done, you know? Put your Google Maps from your phone into those. Yeah. Uh, it's simple. It's intuitive. Yep. I, I, I agree. Uh, it's, I agree. It, you know what you're getting. Um, but I, I like the fact that this RZ is styled like a gas-powered car. In other words, it has the big monitor, but that is not the whole thing in the car. And the the motor sits up front like an engine. You know, it's uh, it doesn't have a frunk. It has it has basically you open the hood. You think you you're looking at a at an engine, but it is the motor. Um. I like that. I don't know in the industry what they call that because some electric vehicles are built to not look like a regular vehicle. They have the frunk. They have that's right. No well, instruments. You know, in the let's back. face it. 
Toyota uh, is the master of electric drive vehicles. Um, they've built more than anyone else, probably as more than everybody else combined. Yeah, and we're so, gonna we're gonna review one of them later on uh, today. It's a North American Car of the Year winner, uh, the Prius Prime. Yeah. So you think about that. And as we were talking about transitional cars to full electric, that thing, it gets incredible miles, 42 right. miles of right. electric range and 50 some miles to the gallon. That's pretty good. And just keeps running and running. And and just keeps running and running. Yep. So, so there you have it. Okay. Well, that's a little bit about the Lexus RZ. So, Les, tell me yes, why... Sir. Tell me why some Mercedes are getting turquoise lights. I like turquoise as a color. <laughs> well, uh, they've received approval for uh, for uh, turquoise colored uh, automated driving marker lights. Oh, okay. So, if you're um, They've, they've got permits, you know, the first ones to get it for special exterior marking lights for automated driving to let people know uh, that this is a stage whatever uh, autonomous vehicle. Ultimately, stage five, uh, which is fully, fully automated. And, you know, you could theoretically, I'm ne I, I refuse to ever even suggest that you should do it, but you could theoretically just take a nap and tell the car where you want to go and, and you get there, but don't, please don't even consider that. Um, and uh, so the turquoise light, I think is, is a pretty clever idea. It, it, it lets people know, okay, this, this is a special vehicle. Well, I, al I also heard too that, um, it also lets police know that it is in the autonomous or semi-autonomous mode right. and you shouldn't be, as you said, uh, you know, sleeping or, you know, eating your sandwich or something like that. You should, you know, it lets, it lets yeah. them know what mode it's in. If the driver's reading the newspaper, um, stop him. <laughs> right, your your amber, your your turquoise lights. I wonder how they came up with turquoise. Yeah. I guess everything else was used. Not that it's a bad color. I like it, but you know, it's uh, yeah. It looks kind of cool. I have to say, it's a cool color. It's well placed. We're looking at a photo of uh, one of their vehicles with, and it's you know neatly placed in, in specific areas on the car. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, I mean, we could get into another conversation. We were talking before about electric vehicles, and it, how excited are people about self-driving vehicles? The average person, not very. I you know, think. they used to be really, really excited, but I haven't noticed um, as much when I'm talking to groups. Uh, they're they're very curious, mm -hmm. but the, it's not uh, it's not as hot a subject as it used to be, probably because there are so many other hot subjects around. This was pre-COVID, pre-everything. Also, we'll make that $80,000 electric car cost 160 
<laughs> so, hey, we'll yeah. be right back on Cruise Control. Fred Staub, Les Jackson. Stay tuned. Cruise Control. Welcome back. Welcome back to Cruise Control. Guess what happened at Subaru last year, Fred? Uh, I don't know. Tell me. They, they, they had a spectacular year. That's what happened. <laughs> that's a good, that's uh, good news. <laughs> they make great vehicles. Uh, at the cross track, of course, is to, you know, if you can find one, buy it. Yep. Uh, it's really nice. Uh, and um, it's funny. Every once in a while, people ask me, are they still making the WRX? Well, yeah, they are. Uh, because <laughs> the people that bought them love them. Right. Um, and they keep buying them. So we have the prices on the new 2024 WRX, uh, which is eh, not bad, actually, considering you're getting a hot rod. Yeah. Uh, starting at 32735 which, uh, you know, entry-level boy racer uh, vehicle, that's pretty good. These things are fast yes they are they are they are fast they are fun and they have all-wheel drive that's right uh 271 horsepower not bad at all charged of course yeah yeah um they're great fun to drive i've driven a bunch of them i am sure you have too oh yeah i think i drove one last year and was impressed with it it did not have the manual but you can get it with a manual I get the automatic, and because uh, it's going to shift much faster than you ever could. Uh, that's true. Uh, and just have fun, because this is what this thing is meant to do. But it's also meant to drive every day, you know, to, to go get groceries and take the kids to school. And you know, how many, how many muscle cars can you name that <laughs> you can do that? I gotta say. I like the way it looks without all the stickers and spoilers and stuff. I do. Like yeah, I do too. I, I like it without the For the, the reason wing, you said, without, it's sort yeah. of a sleeper, you know? It's yeah. sort of a sleeper. Uh, now, a lot of our listeners may say, oh, well, no, I want it to be screaming with the big, with the big wing in the back. But I like it. It looks almost sedate at times, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You know, but yeah. Uh, well, yeah, and the, it looks like a, a little hatchback, a compact hatchback that you bought. Um, and everybody, oh, isn't that cute? And, yes, you know, it'll stay up pretty well with it, pretty much anything. Yeah, well, the base uh, starts at 32,735, gets the 11.6 inch. Subaru Starlink touchscreen, power windows, fuel door, side mirrors, USB-A charge port, 3.5 millimeter auxiliary input jack, welcome lighting, remote keyless entry, LED lights with high beam assist, um, summer performance tires, six-speed manual standard. I mean, that's that's a lot there. <laughs> Just in a lot that of stuff. Yeah. Then you can go up to the premium, which adds uh, – it goes up to 34635 18-inch alloys and gr- dark gray finish, 
heated front seats, exterior mirrors, windshield wiper de-icer, aluminum alloy like pedal that. covers, LED fog like lights. <laughs> LED fog lights are good. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, I know the and uh, some more ports. Uh, you can get an a uh, five hundred and four watt Harman Kardon system, a moon uh, mm-hmm. a moon roof for eighteen sixty five. Uh, and then you step up to the limited uh, that adds uh, navigation by TomTom, a 10-way power-adjustable driver's seat, ultra-suede and leather-trimmed upholstery. Um, with the six-speed, it's 39015 With the SPT transmission, uh, it is 40000 And then here's the, the big one uh, for 2024. Uh, TR, the WRX TR, include Brembo braking, six-piston calipers, two-piston rear calipers, larger pads and rotors, larger brake master cylinders, stiffer springs. Um, it maintains ride quality while offering better control. 19-inch alloy wheels, satin gray, Bridgestone Potenza S007 summer tires. Uh, Recaro seats, uh, and that, uh, do we have pricing on that? That's 41,000. That's getting up there. Yeah. Isn't it? But that thing is track ready. Uh, you can go even further. The GT, which includes ultra suede dash panel, red stitching, Recaro performance design, front seats, eight way power, adjustable driver seat, 18 inch alloy wheels, sport tuned suspension, uh, electronic adjustable ride control. And that, the top of the range, WRX GT, is 44215 I always like the intercooler right up on the top there, you know, under the yeah. scoop. Oh, yeah. I always thought that was cool. So um, so the range is 33855 all the way up to 45335 uh, $1,120 for destination um <laughs> or 1100 dollars for retailers in alabama <laughs> that's just so <laughs> well okay so so bizarre right that 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 would be called out but i kind of like it where it's like it, it's the sleeper it's the sleeper car you know it's it's pretty cool um, it is cool. It's it's really a, a great car. It's, it's why it's so popular. Do you think we'll ever see an STI version of this again? Um, I don't know. Um, and they're not saying. Um, I don't know. It's just you know, people keep changing. Society's changing. The roads are changing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, speaking of roads. Um, there's an interesting study that says narrow roads are safer. Narrow streets are safer. This comes from a Johns Hopkins study and uh, for the School of Public Health. Uh, while cars are getting safer, researchers found that shrinking lane widths with context-appropriate speed limits provides safer roads than wider lanes what do you think about that this uh is counterintuitive um 
and I was aware of this because I'm on a committee here uh, in our what's called the West End of Alexandria, Virginia, and we're working with the city to make a couple of the streets with really bad safety records safer. And they're experimenting with uh, lane narrowing. Interesting, they're putting those uh, those rubber bollards up uh, in in on the lanes on on the uh, on the lines. And sure enough, it's uh, it's reducing the speeds. It's it's reducing quick lane changing. Of course. Oh yeah, that's and, a big problem. Uh, the, that, oh, it's a huge problem. Yeah. Uh, and it's things like that tend to work. You wouldn't think narrowing a lane would work. Now, of course, big trucks also drive on these, and that's there's another problem that you have to figure out. Um, but it would seem that this is a a trend worth working with. Yeah. You know, experimenting. So apparently a wide street or wide lane is 12 foot wide, which seems huge, right? That's like that's, twice the width of a wide. car, yeah. <laughs> isn't it? Like you could probably... Yeah, cars are six feet. So that that's a green light to someone that says, I'm going to drive like a jerk and I'm going to cut around this person they, yeah. in the lane. Well... What it does is it encourages people to get distracted while they're driving in the lane. They'll look at their phone more often. Uh, they'll text or they'll, you know, look just, they just will get distracted more because uh, when it's narrow, they have to pay attention to gee whiz uh, where they're driving. Do you ever see that so, some people can't line up on uh Toll booths or, or, you know, easy pass booths. Exactly. It's just amazing. I mean, you or I could hit them at 60 miles an I hour. Could, but I could do it at 100 miles an hour. I don't understand why. <laughs> but they slow down. They almost stop. I was like, oh, yeah, my. Yeah. Like, it's phenomenal. But, but anyway, but they say speed limits, when you, when you have something 9 to 12 feet in width, and when speed limits are raised to 30 to 35 miles an hour, that's when, uh, you know, problems can happen because, right. yeah, right. yeah, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Um, I think we might see narrower lane. I've been on some roads when they're doing construction and it's too narrow. I feel like I've got two inches between me and the other guy. Exactly. But, yeah, yeah. But we'll see if narrower streets are something that uh, will make us safer. But when we come back, we're going to have an at-the-wheel review of a very fuel-efficient vehicle, the Prius Prime. So stay tuned to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. We'll be right back. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson, and uh, apparently Patrick has his mic open, too. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you, Patrick. All right, so we have an at-the-wheel review. This is the Toyota Prius Prime. Very cool-looking vehicle, super aerodynamic, raked-back windshield, almost flat rear glass this thing is a very hip hybrid and, of course, has been very popular in the, uh, in the Toyota lineup. And this year, it has become the North American Car of the Year. 
The Prime, of course, refers to both uh, a gasoline and plug-in hybrid, and this hybrid will get 44 miles of electric range. Uh, that is 76% more than the previous generation. So on the inside, uh, interesting cloth and leather and uh, red seats, red stitching. Uh, very spaceship-like on the inside. Red accents, red LED lights on the dash. you got two displays. One is up high, which gives you your speedometer. Uh, and then the other, of course, is for navigation and infotainment. Um, there is a, a volume knob uh, on the uh, display, which is nice because there's not a whole heck of a lot of knobs on the inside of this. Uh, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, um, and uh, a lot of controls for the car and a lot of ways to look at the energy flow for the vehicle. Uh, everything in typical Toyota fashion worked extremely well. Uh, heated front seats, heated steering wheel. They were part of the package on this vehicle, which is great. A lot of interesting uh, accessories and neat ways to store things. Uh, you have some good connectivity, a little hidden compartment for your keys. I call it the toaster phone charger, a slot you put your phone in, which is great. You'll never lose your phone again. The display, very spaceship-like, very, very uh, interesting. The two displays with one raised up high. Out back, you have the high-mounted handles, sort of like the Toyota CHR. Decent interior room, rear seat. A uh, little tight on the headroom because of the aerodynamics of the car, but still not a bad place to spend some time. You've got some connectivity uh, in uh, USB connectors and heated seats. Uh, on this model, which are fine, one-level seats, and some AC power, 1,500-watt uh, inverter. So if you have your CRT TV and you want to plug it in and look retro, you could. Uh, overall, a lot of black on the interior with some LED highlights. A um, little plasticky on the inside, but not but not bad. Out back, great storage. Uh, it, has, it comes with the cord to plug in and charge that battery where you get that 42 uh, 44 miles of range and another outlet, a uh, three-prong outlet, which is great for a small fridge or something like that. Uh, underneath the storage, we get, well, an inflator and a place to store the um, cable. There, there's no place for a spare tire. This is uh, where the battery goes, so that's where that space is utilized. Up front, uh, the hybrid system has 220 horsepower, 6.6 uh, zero to 60 time. And, uh, well, I forget what generation we're up to on this uh, uh, vehicle as far as the hybrid, but Toyota does hybrids the best. They really do. It is powerful and efficient. It's a two-liter gas engine, hybrid reborn. It's it's an Easter egg we saw all over the vehicle. Um, and it takes about 11 hours to charge that battery on a regular plug-in. Uh, you can use a um, uh, a little bit faster plug-in, uh, and that will take a grade two plug-in will take about, uh, four hours. Level two plug-in will do that. Uh, super aerodynamic. This one had the, uh, solar roof for recharging the battery. Obviously it's not going to recharge it completely. It will keep it, it will keep it, uh, up to date and it will keep, allow you to run things like air conditioning and things like that, but it's not going to completely recharge the battery, but hey, it's there for the taking. The rear 
glass is almost flat. It is so aerodynamic. Uh, and I think they've really styled this up to the point where it's, it's, almost, it's almost hip. So let's talk about the cost of this, right? Ours had guardian gray interior. And the gray uh, exterior was guardian gray, and the interior was black and red soft text. The two-liter four-cylinder plug-in hybrid, front-wheel drive, E. It has an electronic CVT transmission. Uh, we popped for the digital rear-view mirror, which was two hundred dollars. The solar charging roof, six hundred and ten dollars. All-weather floor liner, two ninety-nine. And delivery and processing one thousand and ninety-five for a total uh, as offered price forty-one thousand eight seventy-four. So uh, not cheap, but the mileage is up in the fifties, which is incredible. Plus, uh, it is fifty-two actually fifty-two combined miles per gallon in the hybrid mode, uh, and it also. Uh, as I said, gets 42 miles or 44 miles of range. Uh, comes in a number of different trims. Um, ours was the higher-end trim, and I just like what they've done with the interior, that little storage box, and I do like the toaster slot um, charger for your phone. Um, and, you know, I think this generation of uh, Prius is a lot more accessible than the last generation. The last generation kind of lost me with the styling, this, while it's a little out there, is not so far out there that it, it makes you think, what a strange-looking car. Uh, they've done a great job with making a very, very aerodynamic car. And uh, when you get into the better battery power, you get into the better miles per gallon, uh, I, just think, I just think it's great. I also like the solar roof. I like the way it looks, even though it's not going to, as I say, charge the battery fully. It's uh, it's still a pretty cool option. Uh, stubby little shifter. They always have something uh, different as far as the shifter goes in Prius. So it's just a little something you have to get used to how it works. And remember, this car is pretty good storage. It really does. You put those seats down, and you have a nice flat floor, and you can uh, do a little bit of hauling. Plus, you have that socket in the back for your refrigerator. I think they even sell a Dometic refrigerator that plugs in back there, which is kind of slick on their part. Um, it's interesting. I wonder how many people actually plug them in so they can get the, uh, so they can get the uh, 44 miles of range. Uh, I do see some around where people are uh, plugging them in and uh, getting that. Of course, if you don't plug it in, it's just a regular hybrid. It doesn't matter if uh, you won't have the all-electric mode but you will uh, still get that 52 miles to the gallon, which is not bad either. Would, would make a super car for commuting, uh, very efficient. Um, I mean, with that 44 miles of range, electric range, it is almost like an electric car around town. Um, Toyota does hybrid so well, and uh, the Prime model here is, uh, is really great as well. So... Nothing really bad to say about it other than the interior felt a little less than a $41,000 car should, but it might be because the styling was out there. But some of the uh, materials, some hard plastics and things like that, but, uh, but uh, very easy to drive. Uh, we got easy to 
beat that 52 miles to the gallon. You just have to watch your head when you get in. It's a little, it's a little tight with that windshield coming all the way back, and it may be, feel claustrophobic to some because it feels like you're wearing the car with the windshield extremely raked back like that. One of the interesting bits of engineering, too, because that windshield is so raked so far back, you, um, you have some interesting uh, mechanisms to make the windshield wipers work. So, hey, leave it to Toyota to, to up something that is great already, the Prius. And there you have it, the Prius Prime. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. He's Les Jackson. We are going to see you down the road. <laughs>